1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
2: World Cup super spreader. The famed reporter toppled over in the press box.
0: Everyone's coughing here. It sounds like a death rattle. And here we go again.
1: They're recommending wearing masks on public transportation, but is anyone listening?
3: why today is being called Vaccine D-Day. Then,
2: Al Roker. Al is back home yes. from the hospital. Concern for America's weatherman after his health scare. It's good to be home. It's good to see your faces. And... What happened to Kenny? The desperate search for the American college student missing in France. We miss you, we want you to come home. Then, stadium parking lot dangers. The rash of violence as fans are leaving big games and concerts. I was uh, tossed over the bridge onto the concrete steps below. What you need to know. The
4: greatest potential for violence is after an event, especially a sporting event.
2: And there are plenty of Santas here, but what about the malls? The Santa Claus shortage. Some feel that it isn't worth the risk. Plus, the near miss that could have ended his life. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
3: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. As families prepare to gather for the holidays, there may be an uninvited guest at some celebrations with the so-called triple-demic of flu, RSV, and COVID going strong. The CDC is reporting today that nearly 10% of the counties in the United States are recommending you wear a mask indoors. As Amber Cagliano reports, in some places, hospitalizations are at their worst in a decade, and that's before people return from the World Cup, which some fear will be a super-spreader event.
1: There is mounting concern today that the World Cup tournament could become a worldwide super-spreader event. 2.4 million soccer fans have traveled to Qatar from around the globe, total strangers from all corners of the earth packed tightly into the stadium, cheering and yelling. And we now know a deadly flu virus is circulating among them.
3: The sports world and all of us here at CBS are mourning the loss of a well-known soccer journalist, Grant Wall.
1: Sports writer Grant Wall collapsed and died at his desk in the press box during a game after battling flu-like symptoms. This image shows first responders attempting to revive Grant. Those are his sneakers.
0: I'm coughing a lot if it sounds like a death rattle sometimes.
1: That's Grant on his podcast last week. He said he wasn't the only one sick at the World Cup.
0: Everyone's coughing here. Like so many journalists have uh, got the crazy cough.
1: Ironically, his wife, Dr. Celine Gowder, is a renowned epidemiologist who has advised the Biden administration on the COVID pandemic. I'm in complete shock, she tweeted today. Now health officials are warning that soccer fans returning home could bring the deadly virus with them.
5: The viruses don't need passports. They'll be coming home with all of the uh, participants as well as all the spectators.
1: Here at home, the triple demic is showing no signs of letting up.
2: 25% of Americans have tested positive for the flu. Hospitalizations uh, due to the virus at the highest rate in a decade.
1: Imagine catching all three, RSV, the flu, and COVID. It happened to five-year-old Jack Orlowski, says his mom, Georgia. I think it's... Pretty insane. It terrifies you. This is Allison Hall in New York, where officials are recommending a return to masking, especially on public transportation. So are people heeding the advice? Allison took a subway ride and not so much. I'd say less than a quarter of the folks here on this train are wearing masks. With Christmas family reunions just two weeks away, vaccinations are still your best protection against the flu and COVID. Today's the deadline to get vaccinated for both if you want to be protected by Christmas day.
5: It starts to kick in. It's maximum seven days to two weeks. So it's not too late.
3: According to the latest data from the CDC, only just over 15% of adult Americans have received the most recent COVID booster shot. A very happy appearance on the Today Show this morning. Al Roker was back on the air after spending about a month in the hospital. He joined the show remotely and for just a bit. And after all the health challenges he's faced, it was great to see him.
1: It's Al Roker looking frail, detailing for the first time his troubling medical scare.
3: Al is back home from the hospital.
1: The beloved Today Show weatherman was recently released after four weeks in the hospital for treatment of blood clots in his leg and lungs.
2: It's good to be home. It's good to see your faces.
1: So, how's he doing? Listen,
2: it's been a tough slog. I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, deny this. It's this been the hardest one yet. And you know, I've had my share of surgery. You lose uh, a certain amount of muscle mass. Uh, you know, for every week you're in the hospital, I was in the hospital for four weeks. So, you know, it, it's there's just a certain amount of weakness that I'm doing physical therapy therapy every day, uh, uh, occupational therapy, I've got to just get my strength back.
1: His recent health challenge prevented Roker from participating in two big holiday events. It was the first time in 27 years he didn't host the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. He was also absent from the lighting of the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. And can we just give a shout out
3: to Deborah, Deborah. your
1: your beautiful wife. No word yet on when he'll return. I feel good. I feel strong. And and every day I feel a little bit better. Mm,
3: Glad to hear that. Roker was supposed to have knee replacement surgery next month. That's been delayed while he recovers from this. The family of an American college student studying abroad in France today is frantic. Their son has not been in contact with them for more than two weeks. And none of his credit cards have been used since December 3rd. Slash Trump reports they're hoping that media attention will help them find out what's happened. An
6: international search is underway for an American college student who has gone missing while studying abroad in France. 21 year old Ken DeLand Jr. was last seen on December 3rd in Montalemar. A charming small town with cobblestone streets, cable cars and quaint shops in the south of France. He wore a red jacket, scarf and gray beanie and carried a black backpack and spent $8.40 at a sporting goods store. His mom, Carol Laws, says French police were notified by his school after Ken failed to show up to class. What was your reaction when you got that call?
1: You don't believe it right away.
4: This isn't happening.
6: Dad, Ken Sr., and stepmom Jennifer say he would communicate with his family just about every day. Two weeks ago, they spoke on Thanksgiving, then a text on November 27th, then nothing. Are you tempted just to get on a plane and go?
0: It's a temptation, but honestly, less. I can't speak the language. I wouldn't know where to look if his phone was last traced to Mount Lamar. Um, does that mean he's still in that area?
6: DeLand is a senior studying pre-law and psychology at a semester abroad. He was scheduled to return home this week and resume classes at St. John's Fisher University in Rochester, New York.
1: He was supposed to be on uh, a flight for uh, the 17th.
6: So in five days from now.
1: Correct. We pray
3: for his safekeeping.
6: Over the weekend, family and friends gathered in prayer at Ken DeLand's hometown church where they lit candles and tied yellow hope ribbons around a tree. DeLand's family is pleading for anyone with information to please come forward. We
5: love him. We miss him.
3: We miss
6: you.
1: We want you to come home. We want you to be here for Christmas.
3: The university in France says they are assisting with the investigation, and they remain hopeful that Ken will be found safe. These days, it seems there are a lot of different forms of rage, but here's one you may not have heard about, parking lot rage. It's a real thing, and we should warn you, the video you're about to see is disturbing. Here's Jim Murray. Violence in parking lots at sports
4: arenas across the USA is a growing problem. This attack took place at Dodger Stadium in L.A. after, of all things, an Elton John concert. Witnesses say the fight erupted following a dispute over a broken side view mirror that escalated into a physical altercation. At SoFi Stadium, also in L.A., a fan says he was walking to his car when he was actually thrown over a bridge that was packed with fans leaving the stadium after a Chargers football game.
0: I googled myself, unfortunately, and saw the video. It was very difficult to watch. I stopped watching it. I probably watched it twice.
4: It happened last month to 41-year-old Austin Willenbring.
0: He says he has no idea why he was targeted. Something must have hit him or touched him. It gets bottlenecked. You're in there like cattle. That was very quick, but I remember looking up from the concrete steps up to people at the bridge, and it was just kind of silent with a ringing in my ear. I didn't really hear anything. It was just kind of like dead silence somewhat, just kind of looking up in shock and having trouble breathing.
4: His sister followed the guy and videotaped him. There had been no arrests.
2: You Knock my brother out. Keep punching me in the eye.
4: The attack was so shocking, these guys are still talking about it two weeks later. Experts say the greatest potential for violence is after an event, especially a sporting event. People have had lots of alcohol and they're either excited over their team's victory or angry about their team's loss. Safety expert Fred Simon is a former FBI agent. We brought him to SoFi Stadium for tips on what you should do when leaving a big sports event or concert. I don't want people to be 100 where they think that someone's trying to kill them all the time. That's no way to live. But I don't want you to be at zero, where you're just completely, like, you know, right one rung above, comatose. So what else should you do? Knowing where the security personnel are, I always notice where the police are in case I have to engage them. You have to have a little bit of awareness, maybe about 50-50, where you know your surroundings, you're looking uh, for potential threats in terms of people people and situations, circumstances, and you just have a calm awareness.
3: Our expert also says if you think you're being followed in a parking lot, do not walk straight to your car. Instead, zigzag, and don't be on your phone so you can stay alert to any trouble. It's the first thing you learn when you start to scuba dive. Always launch a dive buoy where you make your descent. This guy admits that he didn't, and it nearly cost him his life.
1: Imagine coming to the surface and seeing this. Oh. A motorboat oh. narrowly missing your head. The terrifying oh. close encounter happened when scuba diver Chris Lostra was spearfishing off the coast of Honolulu.
6: Oh my gosh! What the heck? I was looking at the boat and I just thought I'm gonna die.
1: Yeah, I'm alright. Just broke my fin. That's it just look what the boat's propeller did to his flipper.
0: I feel really lucky. I mean, um, motor propellers cut right through turtle shell. So if that would have hit my head, it definitely would have died.
1: But Chris takes full responsibility. Yo, that's my fault. I don't have a buoy. That's my fault. Admitting he should have placed a dive buoy like this to alert boaters to his position. Chris, a minister, believes God was with him that day, and he even had this invitation for the guy on the boat. Hey,
4: would you want to uh, study the Bible or come out to church at all?
3: Talk about a close call. Another no-no, always dive with a buddy. Lastra admits that he was alone. The supply chain shortage has apparently reached the North Pole. You may have seen a lot of Santas running around this weekend during SantaCon, but as Lester reports when it comes to the kind of Santa you see at the mall, there's just not enough of them to go around.
6: It's Santa insanity. Crazy scenes in New York for the annual street party known as SantaCon. (laughs) You might not think it from these images, but there's actually a Santa shortage at malls and shopping centers across the USA this Christmas, says Hiresanta.com's Mitch
0: Allen. There are over 2,000 full season Santa, Mrs. Claus, and ELF jobs that are still available. One reason for the shortage so many
6: Santas dying during the COVID pandemic. Our demographic, Christmas performers, we tend to be older, we tend to be heavier. So COVID kind of hit us really hard. Um, I figure that we have probably a a working community of about uh, 10,000 Christmas performers nationwide. And my guess is we probably lost about a thousand. At the Willowbrook Mall in New Jersey, this Santa says many of his fellow Kris Kringles are staying away due to fears of catching COVID. Some feel that it isn't worth the risk. Two years ago, at the height of the pandemic, lots of Santas were required to wear plastic face shields. Kids were also separated from the Santas by a plexiglass screen.
2: Can I have a pump?
0: Last year, people were asking about Santa safety, about COVID protocols. This year, no one's asking about it. Uh, They're wanting to sit on Santa's knee and get that traditional picture with Santa. No doubt the
6: Santas who are still out there will be working harder than ever to see there's no shortage of Christmas cheer.
3: And folks, it's just 13 days before Christmas. Next, first it was the kid who took the witness stand.
2: Now it's the cop's turn. I heard her screaming and I saw her fall like this. Was he justified in shooting the kid's aunt? Put your hands up! Show me your hands up. Then, the return of the Golden Globes. But will people tune in? And what a dunk! Here he goes! The one-armed basketball star. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
1: It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus, from your brain to your body. C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. See for Smart Energy. Stay focused.
3: It's a big deal to dunk a basketball, and it is a really big deal to do it with only one arm. Check out this amazing moment as a Northwestern State freshman uses his own rebound to dunk the ball.
2: Here he goes!
3: Yep. The player Hansel Emanuel lost his left arm in a childhood injury. He went on to score five points to help his team beat Louisiana Monroe. Last week we showed you the emotional moment an 11-year-old boy testified about his aunt being shot and killed by a police officer. Today the cop on trial for murder took the stand and testified that he thought he was firing in self-defense.
4: This jury needs to hear from me and hear the truth.
6: The cop on trial for murder describes the harrowing moment he shot a woman dead in her own home.
4: I just looking right down the barrel of the gun. And when I saw the barrel of that gun pointed at me, and I fired a single shot from my duty weapon.
6: Thirty-eight-year-old Officer Aaron Dean testified he was called to a house in Fort Worth to investigate a suspected burglary. Glass door was shut. The inner door was open. It looked ransacked. It was. It was a mess. Body cam video shows him moving along the side of the house, spotting a figure in the window with a gun and firing an instant later. Put your hands up. Show me your hands. Dean choked back tears as he spoke about the shooting.
4: When my vision cleared, then I observed the person that we now know is Miss Jefferson. I heard her scream and, and I saw her fall like this, and I, I knew that, that I would shot that
6: person. The victim, Tatiana Jefferson, had left her door open to let smoke out after she burned some hamburgers. When she heard noises outside, she fetched her gun. Her 11-year-old nephew, Zion Carr, was in the house and last week testified for the prosecution that she never pointed the weapon at the officer. Are you sure she didn't have it up at all? Oh, Sorry. Court TV's Julia Janae.
1: They are going to have to weigh whether he reasonably feared for his life, whether that moment that he saw that weapon
3: was enough for him to fire.
4: I did see that weapon pointed at me.
3: Aaron Dean faces up to life in prison if he's convicted. When we come back, the Golden Globes are back. But can they survive the controversy that got him pulled off the air?
1: It's three o'clock somewhere. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. This
5: episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
3: They went away in the wake of a pretty intense scandal, but the Golden Globes are back.
4: It's the return of the Golden Globes. Once considered Hollywood's biggest party, the show was pulled off the air after it was revealed not a single member of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was black. Next month, the Golden Globe ceremony returns to the Beverly Hilton Hotel. But will people tune in?
3: Welcome to the nomination.
4: It didn't get off to a great start. Comedian George Lopez was supposed to announce the nominees today, but came down with COVID. His daughter, Mayan Lopez, was there.
1: Brendan Fraser, The Whale. Actor Brendan
4: Fraser received a nomination for his 600-pound dramatic transformation in the film The Whale. People are amazing. He's a favorite to win, but has already announced he won't be at the awards ceremony. Tom Cruise was snubbed, although Top Gun Maverick got a nomination for Best Picture. Last year, Cruise made headlines after he returned his three Golden Globe statues to protest the Hollywood Foreign Press Association.
6: Last year he gave back his three Golden Globe statuettes. So does he go to the ceremony just to, you know, support his movie?
4: On the TV side, Abbott Elementary led with five nominations. The million-dollar question, will celebrities show up for the Golden Globes?
6: No one's really putting themselves out there to answer that question, because I think everyone is waiting for someone else to go first.
3: The Globes will air on NBC and stream on Peacock. That's on January 10th. When we come back, a holiday recital showstopper. Finally today, let the holiday cheer begin.
6: It's the curtain call at the Holiday Dance Recital, and this cutie pie is looking for her family somewhere in the audience. Wait, there they are. Her face lights up, followed by waves and happy tears. Wonder what pure joy looks like? This is it.
3: That's why you show up. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.